Welcome to Illinois Family Spotlight, a conversation about issues of the day from a biblical perspective, as well as highlights from interviews, conferences. Thank you for making Illinois Family Spotlight a part of your day. We're coming to you from Grapevine, Texas, where we're attending the National Religious Broadcasters Conference with CURE, Center for Urban Renewal and Education in Washington, D.C. And we're pleased to be here interacting with some of the finest faith leaders, some broadcasters and filmmakers, some of the best in our nation. I'm excited about the divine appointments God has arranged for us by introducing us to someone very special, Yvette Hampton, a producer who has created a remarkable documentary on homeschooling entitled Schoolhouse Rocked. And I'm not talking about that three-minute civics lesson we used to get on Saturday mornings in the cartoons. No, this is something much more important than that. It's about the salvation and the deliverance of our children. Yvette, thank you so much for being part of Illinois Family Spotlight. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's so wonderful to meet you. I was so excited when I got the, the message to say, hey, there's someone there at the uh, at this conference that I want you to meet. She's done an amazing work. She's created a wonderful documentary about homeschooling. And so we're excited to be able to talk to you about that today. Thank you so much for creating this wonderful work. And I know it's going to be a great benefit to the people that will get a chance to see it. But in the documentary, in the trailer, you mentioned revolution when you talk about homeschooling, that this is a homeschooling revolution. Right. And I'm wondering, do you really see it as a revolution? And if it is a revolution, what's the motivation behind it? Yeah, Can absolutely. you talk about that? Sure, mm -hmm. sure. The, the actual title of the movie is called Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution. And we truly believe that in order to bring America back to its roots, back to a, a God-centered nation, it starts in the home. Mm -hmm. And to have a revolution in our country, the only way we can do that is for parents to bring their children out of the public school system mm -hmm. and educate their kids and disciple their children according to God's word. And it's really the only way is by teaching them the truth of God's word. Absolutely. Now, we're hearing more and more about homeschooling and homeschooling options because of the situation in the public schools, which we'll be talking about. But when you use a term like revolution, you know, it actually brings to mind some watershed events right. in, our, in our world history. A revolution has not always had a good thought associated with it. Sure. And so when you say revolution, I mean, what are you communicating to our, to our audience? Well, you know, when you think about Ephesians 6, it calls, calls us to put on the full armor of God yes. and to, to armor up to be able to fight the spiritual battle that we are in as parents, as children, as a nation. And again, the only way we can do that is to know God's word and to teach it to our children. And so we need, we can't put our kids on the front lines of this, this battlefield in the public school system. They're not prepared for that. Mm -hmm. We have to bring them home, armor them up to be able to fight this battle. And it is a messy battle. Um, you know, oftentimes people will say, children need to be in the public school because they need to be salt and light. Yes, yeah. Well, mm -hmm. they can't fight a battle that adults themselves are mm -hmm. really having a difficult time fighting mm -hmm. because many adults aren't even well armored That's to right. be able to mm -hmm. fight this mm -hmm. battle. And so we really believe it, it's a messy battle. We look at what's happening in our society and in our culture today. And I believe that the reason for that is because parents have, for the most part, over generations have abdicated their role and their responsibility to disciple the hearts of their children. Absolutely. They mm -hmm. have handed it off to a public and sometimes private school system and said, you teach them, you train them, you disciple them, you educate them. But any education that comes apart from God's word mm -hmm. is not education. You know, when you think about think about teaching science to mm -hmm. our children, mm -hmm. if we teach science apart from the truth of God's word, it's not science because we're not pointing our kids towards Jesus. We're That's not right. teaching them God as the creator. God mm -hmm. is the great creator. Mm -hmm. When we teach history apart from God's word, we don't teach it in a public school system from 
in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. We're teaching history from, you know, whatever perspective that mm -hmm. public school mm -hmm. or private school wants to teach it mm -hmm. from. And so we're taking God out of everything and then telling kids that they're being educated. In reality, they're not being well-educated. They're simply being indoctrinated, indoctrinated with, right. with a worldly philosophy mm -hmm. and atheistic worldview, mm -hmm. and they don't know what to do with that. And, and so we wonder why our kids are coming out of our homes and walking away from the church. Absolutely. And I was so excited to hear you talk about, you know, the biblical mandate of, of educating our children, especially if you're going to link it to a word like revolution. Uh, C. Francis Schaeffer made a comment about the French Revolution when he said the problem with the French Revolution was that they tried to do it based on humanistic principles and absent of God. There was no God in the revolution, and that leads to bloody consequences, to disastrous outcomes. And even something is like a homeschool revolution, getting kids out of public schools, which is a good thing. But if you just want to get them out of the public schools and not get them into the, the, the training of the righteousness principles that the Bible tells us they are responsible for doing, to learn these principles of righteousness, learn these principles of the faith, and teach them to your children right. every day. And when you're walking, when you're sitting, and everywhere, he makes a big deal out of the fact that they need to be taught, and it's your responsibility right. to do it. And we send our children out for, what, 15,000 hours of public yep. school education and very little faith education, right. and then we wonder why they're imbalanced. So right. I'm so happy that you have the God object behind what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's all, you know, for God's glory, and it's all simply to point kids towards Christ. And, and oftentimes parents, they, one, don't know that they have the option to home educate their kids. Mm -hmm. They don't know that it's legal. And in reality, it's actually legal in all 50 states now. <laughs> Some states have stronger regulations than others. Um, but it is legal to homeschool your child in every single state in this nation. Praise God for that. It actually wasn't until 1993 that it became legal in all, all 50 uh, states absolutely. to do that. Mm -hmm. And so we have the freedom to do that. But most parents also don't realize that they have the ability to do it. And when God calls us to do something, he equips us for everything that he's called us to do. Now, and that's what I wanted to talk to you about before. We're going to talk about your film uh, specifically. But I was going to ask you, you know, I'm, I'm thinking like people in my, in my community, in the black community, what do you say to a single black mom? who cannot even imagine, you know, with, with right. the pressures of her life and everything that she's trying to do to stay afloat. Now you're gonna say, take my children out of public schools, right. which is the only thing I got going where they can actually go sure. and homeschool them or try to find something for them. What resources, what would you say to a woman in that situation? Absolutely, we actually address this in the movie. And one of the things that those parents can do, we address single parents because it, it is a real thing and it's a difficult thing for single parents to home educate their kids. Mm -hmm. I, I think the best thing, of course, is for the church to come alongside of them mm. and to help them and to work as the body of Christ. That's what God's called us to do. And so the church needs to help, but there are also very creative you, you things. You actually mean the church needs to serve. The church needs to serve, okay, right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, there are oftentimes moms who are uh, retired. You know, you've got grandmas who are still fully capable and mm -hmm. able to help with children. And they don't need to help in a babysitting capacity. Help train up the next generation mm -hmm. of God-fearing leaders mm -hmm. for this nation. And so having the church step in, but also being creative. You know, we have this mindset that when we home educate, we're bringing the, the traditional school classroom into our home. Mm -hmm. And so we need to sit down with our kids and it has to be from 7 a.m. until 3 p.m. And we have to do all these subjects in mm -hmm. a row. And we have to have this perfect schedule for schooling. Right. And that's not reality. That is reality for a traditional school where you've got a classroom of 30 plus kids. Mm -hmm. 
Homeschooling is very different. You do what works best for your family. Mm -hmm. So if mom works during the day, she can homeschool at night. And it really only, and the education part of it, education happens all day, every mm -hmm. day. Right. But mm -hmm. the, the academic part of it mm -hmm. really only needs to take a few hours mm -hmm. a day in traditional school setting children are only getting educated for a few hours a day anyway. They spend most of the time trying to corral the mm -hmm. kids and breaks and lunches mm -hmm. and, and all the different things that they have going on. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the education academic part of it is very short. Even mm -hmm. for high schoolers, mm -hmm. high schoolers don't need more than three or four hours of actual academic work a day. Mm -hmm. So if mom works during the day, she can home educate at night. Okay. Or another option is that Maybe she has a neighbor or a friend who also wants to home educate her children, and they can and they, just, they can help each right. other. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll take the kids on Monday and Tuesday. You take the kids on Thursday and Friday, and we'll work together. Maybe use the mm -hmm. same curriculum. Mm -hmm. And let me say something about curriculum. Curriculum can be expensive. It can be very intimidating for people. Mm -hmm. It is helpful in homeschooling, but all we need is the Word of God. If all we ever had was the Word of God to educate our kids, they can learn everything they need to know. They can learn science, Absolutely. they can learn literature, right. they right. can learn right. you know, spelling, right. grammar, everything, right. simply by having the Bible. So, because I recognize the academic part might be the challenge to right. some, like for instance, we talk about single moms, sure. because they didn't do well right. in school. Yep. You know, many of sure. them are single moms, they became that early, and so they didn't really get a good education, they really didn't understand that, and now we're telling them, we want you to teach these things right. to your kids, and they right. go, you know, like with me, I did good in everything else except math. Right. You know, if my kids depended on me for math, they would be lost. Right. So, but the academic thing you spoke to, that shouldn't be the, the thing that keeps you from doing it. It, it shouldn't be, there are a lot of resources online there are even free resources that you can download and and there are, there are ways around it there's an organization called um, the homeschool legal defense association mm -hmm. hslda mm -hmm. and if you're a member of hslda they will help walk you through it and they have grants for families who are struggling but they will help walk you through the process and help you with options of how to home educate you also have most states have what's called the state homeschool organization mm -hmm. and you could go to homeschoolfreedom.com is their website and you can find your state organization call them up and they will also help you find resources that fit that are the best fit for your family because every family is different so mm -hmm. you know i can't say well use this one specific curriculum or resource for for every family because mm -hmm. every child learns differently every parent learns differently but again you have to go back to if god's calling you to do this he's going to equip you Absolutely. with all you need don't you know so every homeschool mom i've ever met feels ill-equipped, inadequate, like they're not smart enough, they're not well enough educated, mm -hmm. they're they're not enough to teach their kids. Because even if you have someone who's a teacher, maybe she teaches kindergarten, but she doesn't feel like she can teach her kids high school. So, and right, absolutely. God proves otherwise. Uh, we're talking to Yvette Hampton, and she has produced a documentary entitled School House Rocked. I love the title. Thank but you. let's talk about the film and how you got to the point where you made it. Because I saw in one of the trailers that at first you weren't really a big supporter of homeschooling. No. So how did God take you down this journey to where now you were promoting it? Sure. Uh, well, my husband and I were married for 11 years before we had our first child. Mm -hmm. And so for 11 years, we talked about how we were going to parent and we talked about education. And I grew up in a private school. My husband grew up in public school. And we knew a few people who homeschooled and we said we would never do that. Mm -hmm. We would never do that to ourselves. We would never do that to our kids. Why would we do such a thing? Mm -hmm. And so we always planned that I would work and allow my kids to go to a private school. And we're, mm -hmm. we're from Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. um, the public schools there were not something we were interested in putting our kids in. And so as God's perfect timing always is, I was pregnant with my youngest when my oldest was going into kindergarten. So mm -hmm. I couldn't work. So we thought, well, we'll just try this homeschooling thing, I guess, for 
the first year it's kindergarten how hard can it be mm -hmm. and we went to a homeschool convention and that weekend alone the lord it was like he removed the scales from our eyes and we we understood for the first time that education is all about discipleship mm -hmm. and it's our job and responsibility wow. mm -hmm. to disciple our kids and and i want to say something else really quickly on the topic of academics if your kids come out of your house and they are the best students and they have straight A's and they are on honor roll and they are on the principals list and they have you know all the scholarships in the world but they don't know Jesus and they come face to face with him who cares about any of that absolutely. stuff absolutely nothing else matters nothing else matters mm -hmm. and and that was the reality that we were faced with is academics matter again because that's what helps point our kids towards Christ but mm. it is not the most important most, thing right, right. the mm. most important thing is their salvation right. and, and where they're going to spend eternity I always say if you're wrong about Jesus it really doesn't matter what you're right about you know right. what is it profit a man to gain the whole world and that's lose right. his soul and that's what we're, our, our children are growing up you know this is the information age they now have access to more information than ever before right. but we have a generation that's rising up that does not know the lord that's and right. so therefore they're losing their soul that's right we're going to take a quick break we're going to come back on more on the other side with yvette hampton and we're going to talk about schoolhouse rock and her journey to bringing this film to life One of the few good effects of this pandemic? Kids are rediscovering creation. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street with The Point. The Washington Post recently reported that some stuck-at-home teenagers are finding relief during this coronavirus chaos from the news cycle by stepping outside without their phones. Spaced a careful six feet apart, the article says, high school students are discovering a pastime typically enjoyed by older generations, taking walks. One California teen described how she's explored the trails near her home for the first time. I've could have gone through my entire high school and never gone up here, she said. Her normally clean shoes now caked in mud. And she has a rule for herself, no smartphone. Studies indicate that just being in nature can reduce stress. That shouldn't surprise us. We're made to marvel at this beautiful world, placed in the garden by God to enjoy his handiwork. That some young people are now discovering that handiwork, even in the midst of so much bad news, is a good thing. For more on faith and culture, come to breakpoint.org. I'm John Stone Street. Welcome back to Illinois Family Spotlight. This is Pastor Cecil LaFleur. We are in Grapevine, Texas at the National Religious Broadcasters Conference. And we are here with Yvette Hampton, a wonderful homeschool advocate who has produced a documentary film called Schoolhouse Rock. I love that title. And so we're going to get into that. We want to sure. talk about your film. Uh, how did it come to pass? You know, what made you decide to do a documentary? And then how did God make it possible for that? Well, it was actually my husband's idea, not mine. Whoa, okay. My husband worked in the Hollywood film industry for many years, and he loves filmmaking. And we were a homeschool family, of course. So at the time we started filming, we had been homeschooling for about six years. And we started seeing that a lot of people were interested in home education, but they did not want to homeschool because they didn't, they were insecure mm -hmm. about their ability to do so. And also because they had so many misconceptions and there were so many negative stereotypes about homeschooling. Mm -hmm. And so most people like us just said, no, that's, that's not for us. That's not something that we're going to do. And so once our eyes were opened, we really, you know, it's like when you 
when you read a great book mm -hmm. and you want to share it with everybody and say, you know, oh, did you read this new uh, book that yeah. came out? Mm -hmm. You know, it's fantastic. You've got to read it or a movie that you've seen and you want to share it with everybody. Well, homeschooling is like that. Mm. And so once you get it into your soul and into it's a your, passion into your for family, you. mm -hmm. yes, it, mm -hmm. and it became a passion for us. And so the Lord put it on my husband's heart to basically couple his love for filmmaking with our passion and desire for homeschooling and being able to share with other families the beauty of homeschooling mm -hmm. and to really debunk all of those misconceptions and negative stereotypes that people have mm -hmm. about homeschooling. So that's really where it started. It really started with him. And he said, we're going to make a movie. I want you to host it. And I was like, I don't know. I know. I know nothing about that. Yeah, absolutely, and, yeah. and, and just like with homeschooling, he said, we're going to trust the Lord because he's calling us to do this. And I said, okay, let's do it. And then two years later, we started a podcast also called the Schoolhouse Rocked Podcast. And mm -hmm. again, I said, I don't know how to podcast. I don't know what to do. You know, he said, we're going to trust the Lord. Mm -hmm. He's calling us to do this. And so as with anything else, you know, we, we've trusted him. In your film, do you deal with some of the motivating reasons why parents really should take this as an emergency situation as critical in getting their kids out? Do you talk about the comprehensive sexual yes. education? You talked about the indoctrination that we're going through. Talk about that for me. We do. It's actually a very short part of the film. Okay. You know, every good story has a villain. Yeah. And so the, the public schools right now really are the villain in the, the story of the world and what's going on right now and what's going on not just in America but around the world. World. And so we we have a, a part of the movie that exposes comprehensive sex ed and critical race theory and all the things, you know, it used to be when, as a matter of fact, when we started homeschooling 11 years ago, our two biggest concerns were that our daughter, we didn't feel like she would be physically safe in the school that mm -hmm. she would have gone to in, mm -hmm. in LA County. But we also were concerned about her being taught evolution and being taught things that were not from a biblical perspective. Mm -hmm. Fast forward 11 years and the tide has really turned. I mean, it's it's incredible the things, you know, they're teaching children right now that they can be, I don't even know what the number is now, 180 different genders. I yeah, mean, it's uh, yeah. the most ridiculous thing. Mm -hmm. And they can change, you know, from, from Monday to Friday and it doesn't matter and, and we're, we're destroying these children. Mm -hmm. And we do address it in the movie, but the, that's not the focus of the movie. The focus of the movie really is to encourage homeschoolers. The solutions. The, it's the, the solution right, the to the problem, mm -hmm. exactly. Mm -hmm. And we tell the truth about it all. And we also talk about how it's hard. You know, mm -hmm. homeschooling is not easy, but mm -hmm. nothing that's worth doing is easy. Parenting is not easy. Mm -hmm. Marriage is mm -hmm. not easy. Nothing that is worth doing in this life Mm -hmm. comes at ease Absolutely. and homeschooling is the same way and so and, and in spite of the fact that it might be difficult you do deal with the fact that that's still your god mandated responsibility Absolutely. is to look out for your children and make sure that they gain wisdom yes. knowledge and understanding and that they're being trained in the ways of god so you said and i'm going to push you on this a little sure. bit about the bible if you had no other curriculum the bible would be enough you know i've been i believe that my whole life you sure. know about pastors and my parents used to tell us everything you need to know the right. word of God has it everything you need to address the word of God but right. on a practical sense to that single mom we were talking about right. sure well let me, let me explain it from the perspective of, of take reading you know we mm -hmm. that's the first thing we teach our kids is how to read because once they learn how to read they can teach themselves anything mm -hmm. and so that's really the first goal mm. it, and and we have this idea we have these state standards that tell us kids need to be reading by the age of six or seven years old mm -hmm. says who Mm -hmm. Some kids aren't ready to read until they're 12. Mm -hmm. And at the age of 18, the six-year-old who was reading and the 12-year-old who was reading, they're both reading at the same mm -hmm. level, more mm -hmm. or less, you mm -hmm. know. And so 
when we read God's word to them, mm -hmm. uh, when they're young, what we did with our girls was we started reading God's word to them from the time they were born practically, mm -hmm. you know, from the, I mean, when they were itty bitty, every single day, my husband has led us in family devotions okay. and mm -hmm. we, and we read from the Bible. We actually don't do mm -hmm. a devotional type book. We mm -hmm. open up the word of God and we read verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book mm -hmm. by book. And we teach them the word of God. Well, mm -hmm. when kids hear good literature, which there's no better literature right. than God's word, right. they, they get it in their brains. And, and from simply hearing it, they learn how to read, right. they learn how to write. But, but, but I want to ask you on that because sure. no doubt about the content. Right. But there's children learn to read in different styles. You know, sure. some talk about phonics mm -hmm. and others talk about other. And right. so how does a parent deal with that? Identifying the best way for my children to learn to read. You know, is it, do I use a phonetic method or what? Sure. Mm -hmm. Phonetics is definitely the best method. Mm -hmm. So if you were only using God's word, you would pull a verse, you know, a few words from mm -hmm. the Bible, teach them g ah d you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. this word says God. Mm -hmm. And you could teach that. Now, I will say it's, it's probably easier to use a curriculum, a curriculum that right. teaches reading. But we're know? saying, but the sufficiency of the Bible, if you had none. Right, right. right. Mm -hmm. God's word does not return void. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, people often will mention math. Well, how are kids going to learn math mm -hmm. by simply reading the Bible? Well, they may not learn algebra, mm -hmm. but they're going to learn that God is a God of order. Mm -hmm. And math is all about order. Mm -hmm. If they're going to be an engineer, it's probably a good idea to find a different curriculum to teach Just, them right. mathematics. Mm -hmm. And those are available. I mean, that you can get pretty much any curriculum you need for free online. Mm -hmm. I mean, not any curriculum, but you can you can find any subject you need okay, online right. at no cost Absolutely. to you. Right. So. Assuming that you have internet access. And, if and you, you don't, did mention you have a link at the end of your video or something where people can go yes. and, and locate those. Yes, right. at the mm -hmm. end of the movie, there is a call to action and, mm -hmm. and it will be go to schoolhouserock.com to mm -hmm. download your free homeschool quick start mm -hmm. guide. Mm -hmm. And in that quick start guide, it will, it will take you step by step through what you need to do in order Absolutely. to be able to homeschool. We're having a wonderful conversation with Yvette Hampton, producer of Schoolhouse Rock. I want to push you on a, something else. You mentioned about resources available, and we mentioned the church. Mm -hmm. And what's the church's place in this, in supporting parents who need to have education alternatives for their children? I personally believe that churches have not been really good stewards of the, the, the resources God has given us, mm -hmm. including the buildings that we have, and even the money, what we spend money on. Many times churches operate in a Babylonian economy instead of a kingdom economy. Right. So is, is it fair for us to expect our churches and pastors to make resources available for their parents in their churches to be able to homeschool their children and remove them from this public school indoctrination? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But let me go a little bit further oh, and, and mm -hmm. say it's not just your church does not belong to you. That's your church right. building, I should say, not the church people, but your church building does not belong to you. It is, it is God's gift to you. It's a resource that he's given you mm -hmm. in order to further his kingdom and to shepherd his flock and to protect the hearts and minds of the people that he's put under your leadership. And so not only do I believe that pastors need to open up the doors to their churches to allow homeschool co-ops and, you know, a, a group of moms who want to meet together, that needs to happen. But pastors need to be standing up in front of their churches and calling parents to account and saying, you've got to get your kids out of the public school mm -hmm. system. And most pastors in this country won't do that. They're, they're fearful because they don't want to offend. And, and that's why our country is where it is today, right? Because we've been afraid to offend. We don't want to talk about abortion mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. the pulpit. We don't want to talk about the public schools and what's happening. We don't want to talk about homosexuality. We don't want to talk about the things 
things that are, are crumbling our nation because we don't want to offend the people who might be sitting in our congregation who are struggling with that thing Absolutely, instead yeah. of teaching God's truth. And again, God's word does not return void. And so it is very simple to look at God's word and, and see that parents have the responsibility to teach and educate and disciple their children. So why are more pastors not speaking this from the pulpit? Absolutely. And so I think they need to be pastors need to open their eyes. Mm -hmm. They need to be teaching this lovingly from mm -hmm. the pulpit. Mm -hmm. And then they need to open up their facilities and find volunteers. You know, they'll ask for volunteers to help with vacation Bible school. That's Why what, do you not ask for volunteers to help with the single mom who needs help with home educating? Well, one of the things we're doing at uh, Illinois Family, if the public school exit project that we're working on is challenging pastors to make uh, homeschooling the new mission field, rescuing our children out we'll probably be using your film, sharing it with pastors so they can see that. I, I operate in the inner city of Chicago, and so I'm gonna be speaking before a lot of black pastors. When I show your film, are they gonna see themselves represented in this film? Are we gonna see black faces and black children oh, yes. and hear black experience about that? Talk about that a little bit. Absolutely, there is um, diversity in the film. We actually, um, Dr. Carol Swain, I believe you oh, know yeah. who she is, Absolutely. yes. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yes. She's one of my favorite people. She's in the film and um, and she she talks about the importance of, of home education. Um, one of my very good friends, her name is Nanette Brown. She was actually one of my homeschool classical conversations directors. We did a program called classical conversations and she was my director. Um, she and her husband and their children are represented in the film. And you know, one of my favorite lines in the whole film is she talks about how when she first started homeschooling, she was terrified to teach her four year old mm. because she had been thought to believe, you know, that's the school's job. The schools are the yeah. only ones who are capable of teaching our kids. And she's like, you know, she was four and I felt like I couldn't do it. And she gives such great encouragement in the film and says, mm -hmm. but God, God, mm -hmm. God gave me what I needed. You know, as I make this appeal to people, one of the things I want to talk about is the, the guaranteed outcomes. I think the Bible makes some promises, you know, these covenants that God make that if you do this, you know, then this would be the outcome. Train up a child in the way it should go when he's right. old, he would not depart. I believe that if we took more time and responsibility of making sure our children were discipled yeah. and not just educated, it would bode well for society in general because we'd be creating better citizens, you know, right. better, better stewards of what God has blessed us with you know we would be creating little Christians right you know and imagine that imagine that you know <laughs> if, if we were creating more little Christians and so when people watch your your video schoolhouse rocked they're going to get more than just the educational thing they're going to get the the spiritual and, right. and and how that affects their society and their families yes mm -hmm. yes absolutely talk about that a little yeah bit. it's one big pretty package tied mm -hmm. up with a big pretty bow mm -hmm. you know right. you yeah. get the discipleship you get the education you get the the change to our nation and, and our society again it all starts in the home absolutely and and um, I want to go back really quickly if you don't mind to something you were talking about single parents and if single moms want to home educate if there are men in the church who are willing to step up they need to step into not not the role of husband mm -hmm. but step into the role of discipling the young men mm -hmm. in the church and mm -hmm. teaching them how to grow up to be godly mm -hmm. men Absolutely. you know hold a bible study for them so do something we have all been put on this earth on purpose and for a purpose mm -hmm. and i one of the things that that drives me absolutely crazy is to see people sitting back and doing nothing sitting watching tv all day right, long absolutely. watching sports and you know not that there's anything wrong with doing that but sometimes still, yeah but what has god put you here absolutely. for he's given you a purpose and so use the gifts and talents and abilities that god's given you to serve his kingdom through serving this next generation 
I believe if churches and pastors would allow the Lord to speak to their hearts and show them that, mm -hmm. I think all of those answers, all of those things would be filled because men of faith would see the opportunity and the responsibility right. to step up and serve and minister right. in those areas where there's void. Yeah, absolutely. This young man might not have a natural father, right. but there's a father figure that could be placed in his life mm -hmm. and to show him and lead him and, and, and disciple him right. and turn him into a, a young boy into a man of God. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that the church would recognize this is an opportunity. You know, this is not just a, a, a revolution. Right. This is not just a protest. This is a divine opportunity that God has given us. And I think this is one of those Kairos moments where the, God has uh, ordained a divine moment because there's never been a better reason to right. take your children out right. of public schools and start really discipling them than now. Right. So your movie, when is it coming out? How will people be able to watch it? And, and how is it, you know, when will all that happen? Sure. Um, we are doing a fall release. I don't have a date yet, but it will be out in the fall of 2021. So we're just finishing post-production on the movie. The best way for people to find out what is going on and, and keep in the loop is to subscribe to our newsletter, um, Schoolhouse Rocked. It's R-O-C-K-E-D schoolhouserocked.com is the website and if people go to the website they can sign up it, it's a free you know newsletter mm -hmm. we, we don't send out very many but over the next few months as the movie is getting closer to release we will be sending out more and more information on how people will be able to see the movie and get a hold of it and then we also like I mentioned we have the podcast it airs weekly and the podcast is all about home education and family discipleship and so we talk about that on the podcast as well so we'll be giving updates on the podcast about when the movie will be released well listen I want to thank you and I also want to thank your husband uh, what is his name Garrett 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 for uh, listening to the Lord being obedient Amen. and sharing what God has placed in your heart and making that available for all of us to be able to benefit from thank we're you. praying for you the success of your your film thank you. not just for success in itself right. but for success for the kingdom That's of God right. and we're hoping that when it premieres you know we might be able to do a premiere in Chicago yeah where you come and I can walk down the red carpet with you we and, would love that <laughs> and, and that would be so great Yvette Hampton, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Give us your website information again. Sure, it's schoolhouserocked.com, and it's R-O-C-K-E-D, schoolhouserocked.com. Amen, I love it. And thank you all so much for tuning in to Illinois Family Spotlight. This has been Pastor Cecil LaFleur. Until the next time, God bless you. Tell someone else about our program. Thank you. For more information about Illinois Family Spotlight, visit ifiaction.org. And to email questions and comments, do so at feedback at ifiaction.org.